Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve wants to read you some headlines about space hotels. Don't start reading my headline, because remember, I don't have a story. I only have the headlines. Okay. So I read the headline. And then we react. Okay. Stevie Boy moves on to the next thing. Yes, sir. By the way, we got a, quite a few emails asking again what trees I planted, Austrian willow hybrid <laughs> poplar. Nobody asked. It's yeah. National Space Day. Yes. Rocco did not include that today because he not. does not uh, think that astronauts are people. Um, but a deep tease. I will be doing the 245 throwback live with uh, Holly and Colleen, and I believe space will be used there. Goodbye. Bye so now. he comes on the show. Okay. He gets super <laughs> grumpy and crabby and shoots down all of our fun ideas after you and I were just tweaking after hour one, feeling pumped, feeling good. And then just as he says, I'm starting to get in a good mood again, he promotes another show. Why do we have to I don't put know. up with this garbage? I don't know. <laughs> I'm now going to read you. Krabby. <laughs> Work. I'm excited. I get to be on like three shows today. Jason didn't invite me, but the other two, three shows did. We're Maybe that's why I'm crabby. Did I don't get invited to Jason's show. Oh, you want to be on the morning yeah, show? Oh, oh, drive oh, to oh, yeah. Everybody's Ooh. in their car and listening. We are big in dentist offices. <laughs> it's National Space Day. Here's some space news. <laughs> There's a company called Rocket Lab. When I read this twice this morning, I read it as Rock Lobster. My eyes are fooling me now. It's a Rocket Lab, a company called Rocket Lab. They caught a falling rocket booster with a helicopter this week. So I'm going to try this again. I'm going to read it, and then I need visceral response, either very, very over-the-top over the happy or decidedly against it. Okay. There's a company called Rocket Lab in Space News that caught a falling rocket booster with a helicopter this week. They caught it like in the air, like a center fielder might catch a baseball? That's right. They intercepted it. There was falling, and then they're like to the left, to the left, right, 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 up, down. Oh, we caught it. Oh, wow. Now that's cool. Is there video? I don't know. All I read are the headlines. Okay. I know how that goes. Also... The first, <laughs> the first space hotel uh-huh. might be operational by 2025. Ooh, 
Interesting, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's like three years away. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rocco. Let me tell you guys. What? I don't think there's going to be an operational space hotel by 2025. Agreed. I think you're wrong. It took them about six and a half years to do the construction for bridges on 494 or 35W. Do you think that they're going to be just moving along at a good clip by building a hotel in space? He makes a good point. Yeah. I mean, William Shatner went to space for like three seconds and they thought it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. How much do you think you're going to get accomplished in a three second trip? How many of those trips are you going to need to do just to get the lobby built? Well, they did build the International Space Station. Did they build that here or up there? Mm. Oh, really? I didn't see him. No, I'm not listening. I believe that... How am I supposed to know that? Structures on Mars could potentially be built using bricks made of astronaut pee. Ooh! I have no idea what he said. I stopped listening. This is weird. In alien news, NASA wants to get aliens attention by beaming out a drawing of a man and a woman naked us in our pure raw form i suppose but a new study in china 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 China, okay it is china very china found that if anyone's out there it might be another four hundred thousand years before they contact us wow that's a long time in green energy news science headlines Met with visceral responses by DJ Rock Lobster and Donna. The whole state of California ran almost entirely on renewable energy for about two minutes last weekend. Oh, really? 99.87% of the power being used came from wind and solar, which is a new record in the U.S. Cool. In health news, genetic researchers think they finally found the specific mutation behind lupus, which could lead to better treatments. And a team at the University of Illinois think that basically doing a factory reset of your brain could cure alcoholics and people with anxiety. That's amazing. Factory reset. It's like when you're working on your flat screen and then you're like, oh, wait. And then it warns you. It's like, wait a minute. We're going to lose all these apps. We're going to lose your picture settings. We are going to lose your sound settings. They are going to be gone. They'll be gone. That, you know what? That's really big. That is big. That's exciting. And in insect news, a study found that bees, who Donna hates, can learn the difference between even and odd numbers. No, they can't. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time an animal other than humans has shown the ability to distinguish between even and odd numbers. I'd like to know more about that someday. <laughs> you heard about Nomo May? Yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. Nomo May, they're saying um, don't mow in May, and it helps the pollinators to have things like don't pluck your dandelions and things like that, helping the pollinators. And I say, you know, even if you can't make it the whole way through May, the longer you can push out mowing, right. I think, would do some good. That's fine. How do you feel? How do you treat your dandelions, Dave? You just... I tell you what... Uh, I'm sure there's rules in Chaska about no weeds. I'll tell you this quickly. We have we have, we had saw it a couple weeks or a couple years ago, and so you don't really have a lot of dandelions in relatively new sod. But back at my last place, I actually found, and this is not good for pollinators, I found a dandelion plucker. So you would go and you mm-hmm. step down on it and mm-hmm. it sucks it up from the root. And I had a dandelion filled yard when I moved in. And by the time we moved out, 
I really felt that I had changed that lawn for the better. Good for you. In terms of the look, in terms of pollinators, I probably damaged our ecosystem. Dang it. I have a little, like, one that looks like a screwdriver. Yeah. But neighbor Susie, she's got that one that you're oh, talking about. It's you amazing. Kinda, it's oh, like yeah. a fork screwdriver. You stick it in, yes. pull it up. Yeah. Yes. I tried to fight oh. the weed thing, and I just gave up. It's a it's Yeah, you live in the city. Battle. Nobody cares. I live in, like, a hippie neighborhood yeah, of Minneapolis. The they want so it. Yeah, beautiful. In fact, I live in a neighborhood where there is a, there's a winery on Lake Street that they make wine out of like things that they foraged from the neighborhood yeah isn't there a like such mushrooms? thing as dandelion wine yeah that was one of my lines in the uh in a play that i was in in college theater walk on lead roles let's whatever. hear it let's act it out i have to remember this about dandelion wine it was from the glass menagerie oh i was in that one too i played jim the gentleman caller oh. who comes in act two and saves the play it was very draggy and depressing before that wonderfully acted by local Julianne Nelson, who went to a specific university with me, and Stephen Bobbitt, and uh, no relation. And yeah, I remember that. Line. I once saw that play at go. the Guthrie, and I believe the mom was played by TV's Polly Holiday, Flo from Alice. Oh, wow. Polly Holiday. Wow. Deep cut. Thank Love you. it. Gets my grip. Correct. Thank Good you. Job. Thanks, Rocco. You and I are, have a lot in common. You're I'm, my best friend. Thank you. Hello, <laughs> Donna. 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 Oh, what? hey, Steve. Hey, when did you when did you get here? I've been here the whole morning, and I've been pretty even keel in my mood. All right, you know what? We're going to take a break. When we All come right. back, we got some studies. That's like, stay here. Oh, my gosh. Let's hit the button. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Oh, man. Tim McGraw's ripped everybody. Okay. Uh, sorry, I just get it off my chest. I yes, wanted to talk about it earlier. He's been ripped for quite a while now. Oh. I didn't know how ripped he is. He, Tim- he travels with a trainer, I believe. Yeah, so that was a story that was floating around today about Tim McGraw. On his Instagram, he posted a video of some of the 90 minute CrossFit sessions that he and his tour mates. Yeah, his opening acts. Including my good buddy, Russell Dickerson, who oh, I've yeah. seen in concert. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Brandon Davis. And he's going hard during these 90-minute CrossFit sessions. They're working out with sledgehammers, tractor tires, heavy sleds, weighted ropes. They do crunches, tricep pulls, planks, all sorts of stuff. The soundtrack to Forrest Gump is just blasting. Bro, I'm saying. (laughs) He says it starts with 10 or 15 people and it ends with about four or five. (laughs) That's our afternoon workout. Then we go get showered up and have dinner and get ready to do a show. Rocco, may I ask you a question? I have looked at the pictures, yes. Go ahead. He's he's ripped. ripped. Yeah, he's ripped. He's 55. I remember eight years ago, there were were all these pictures of like, wow, look at Tim McGraw. He's ripped and he's 47. My man has stayed on the routine. 55 and just really shredded. I'm going to say this. I didn't come in here one to say this. I'm going to say it. I think Tim McGraw might have what I would describe as the ideal build. Let me explain. He's thin. <clears throat> you wouldn't see him and be like, oh my gosh, look at that roid raging psychopath. If you saw the rock in person, I mean, the size oh, of him is yes, so absolutely. massive. I'm sure he's got a special order shirts and everything because he's huge. Tim McGraw. Looks like he wouldn't really, if he was wearing a sweater, uh-huh. you wouldn't be like, okay, guy, what are we doing? Oh, here? you might. A little bit. But he is ripped. I mean, he is shredded. When Rocco, when you can have abs that show 
when you're not flexing. Right. That is such a cool look. I've never had that. And I just think it looks really cool. I think you can get there. I would suggest maybe finding different music to work out to. Maybe ACDC <laughs> or something. <laughs> Rocco, <laughs> I listen to cool music that gets me pumped up. I want you to find Godspeed right now. Is, okay? Pull up. By the Dixie Chicks? No. Donna. Is it like the love theme to Nurse Betty or something? What's... Rocco, <laughs> find Godspeed by Gavi. G-A-W-V-I. Okay, and gotcha. you have to play it from the very beginning, okay? Um, before you start playing it, I'm going to set the table. So, yeah, occasionally, guys, I listen to some cinematic scores from movies okay, to get great. my pump on. Cool. I don't know what Tim McGraw listens to, probably country music. But every now and again, I mean, I, I primarily have a, a thing of about 15 songs that each one Gets me pretty jacked up. And when music hits when you're working out, Donna, yeah, you do start to feel You got it? Here yes. we go. Listen, Donna. I'm Get it. Ooh, I feel like Usain in the break. Talk fresh game. Come on, Donna. You feeling this? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Isn't it great? Yeah. Uh-oh, it's a lot wait. better than the orchestral okay, introduction to Forrest Gump. But when you go from this into Forrest Gump, now granted, <laughs> maybe I should have done Forrest Gump as a cool down. But I was at the shoulder press machine and I had to push the weight up. Wow. Okay, cool. Tim McGraw is turning, uh, turning, what's the phrase, Donna? Uh, turning heads. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, we did have um, a listener who sent us a picture of Tim McGraw working out when he was at, I think he was playing the Twin Stadium. Okay. And... We had some really good pictures. I'll see if I could find them, okay? My man is just shredded, though. Anyway, shout out to Tim McGraw. Way to go, Tim. Um, Who should put up a divider on a grocery store belt? Whose responsibility is that? The person who is actively checking out? Should they put it behind their stuff? Or should you put the divider in front of your stuff? I think it could go either way. Why are you asking such a question? The internet is raging about it. Okay. Silly little debate happening. Started on TikTok. A supermarket shopper is asking for proper etiquette when it comes to those little dividers for the conveyor belt. Check out. The question is, whose job? Do you place it at the end of your groceries when you're finished putting them up? Or does the person behind you place a divider before they start putting their groceries behind yours? I think it is the job of the person who is shopping, the, the person in front. I, I've i done both. So now, I do both. I don't, I don't think it matters. Okay? <laughs> I don't think it matters. Why is it a thing? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know. They're trying to make it a thing. thing. No. They needed a thing. They needed a thing. All right. I don't know. I had a study. I was going to tell you what moms really want for Mother's Day. What is it? A nap. That's the truth of the matter. <laughs> that is the truth. They, they uh, surveyed over a thousand moms in this one study. Um, moms with young kids and asked them what they really want. And they broke down the results by states. I don't know what Minnesota is right now, but you can find it. And that is the most popular answer. Moms in 21 states want a nap more than anything else, followed by a meal that they don't have to cook. Yeah. That's it. I got to figure out a meal for this Sunday. Why don't you make your your fungi uh, Alfredo? I'm not going to try for the very first time Capalachi. to make her capalachi al fungi. Al fungi. Not the fungi. You know, fungi is very close to Italian swear word. Oh, is that right? Yes. I'm nervous like every time you say it. the one she says in the... Sandra D song in Greece starts with va. Yeah, yeah. like ava. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't swear on the air. No, Italian, we do for not. All our Italian listeners out there. No. My mom used to say it all the time. I wonder if we have any Italian listeners. If we have any listeners in Italy, we would love for you to email us, Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com, and someday we might bring our show to Italy and do a full week from there. I read, we today, that, uh, I read <laughs> today that Netflix opened a, an Italian office in Rome today. No way! Oh, boy, wow. Rome. What a, what a beautiful city. If you can get there. Some people oh, say, oh, no, it's too yes. touristy. Such a beautiful city to get to. For Sorry. Sure. I'm uh, dropping country names now. Listen, not all of us just have the best moment of our decade in South Dakota. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. No offense. Who's crabby now? All right. Wow. That's my fault. Let's all take a breather. Oh. When we come back, we're going to laugh. It's time for a slow jam, a laugh at our expense. That's next. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Right, Rocco? I find it to be quite fun, and I think you're going to find this next segment quite fun. Okay. Now, we should say before we get into this. We are the home of the Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. Now we didn't talk about this before we came on in her defense. We're about to go into the slow jam, Donna. Okay. We are the home of the Pigeons. Uh, You're we're staying the, the animal theme. The uh, original. Slow jam. Oh, that's right. Kick it. Uh, well, because yeah. we found out. No, hang on. Because we found out that Garage Logic, Kenny just stabbed us right in the back. Ripped the segment from us, as far as we've been told. And, he did uh, apologize. He forgot he that apologize. we did this thing. He just thought he found it accidentally. So. And then there was another station, apparently, come to find out, who was doing the same kind of thing. I know. Like, acting like it's something they just discovered. Call it, Donna! Sorry, I blew up. Anyway, here's the uh, slow jam where we are slowed down to half speed. We sound like idiots. Although, remember, we were convinced in the moment earlier this week that what we were talking about was good old-fashioned quality radio. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. 
Senator uh, Hamish Bowles okay. will share hosting okay. duties. All right, stop it, but yeah. doctor. One of the most epic names in history. Hamish Bowles. How do you feel after Easter dinner? I don't know. I got a bit of the Hamish Bowles. <laughs> That is difficult. It's a hard one. Oh no. When you look up Hamish Bowles. Safe search on. Don't you think he would say that bowls? No, it looks like bowels to me. I do think it's bowls. Wait, Donna, it's B O W L E S. That's bowls, not bowels. (laughs) Do we have to now redact? Hamish bowels. Take it out of the podcast. Oh, no. No. I would say Maybe it's yeah. Bolas. Bolas. Bolas, friend. Um, so this year it's all about gilded glamour. Uh, I've made a lot of top hats. From fellas tonight. Oh, I like it. Some top hats. Maybe some horse and carriages. You do a horse and carriage ride for a fancy event. Speaking of Hamish Bowles, (laughs) I mean, they have bags connected to them for a reason. Beefaroni. Die, Rocco. <laughs> oh no! But the horse is just making hay, right? And that's what you're looking at. Oh sure, yes. And then there's cow pies. Oh, even okay. the horse. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's what making hay is, and I don't think it's all right. Well, still, take this out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have to take it out. I don't want to do it. Bowels, Rocco. Is there any way we could find out how to pronounce his name? I 
When a lot of people started dressing what he told them to dress, they called it the Hamish Bowels Movement. Do you have anything? I'm Hamish Bowles. Oh, it's Hamish Bowles. One more time. I'm Hamish Bowles. to be redacted. Oh, be the best. <laughs> that was another Donna Ooh, and Steve slow jam. Oh. Wow. You notice how the real guy said, I'm Hamish Bose. 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 Maybe that's just his accent. They can't say <laughs> Bose. Bose. Oh, we got a long O. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Easter dinner. It's giving me a bit the of the hamish bowels. Oh gosh, I want to barf. Marco. Oh my god. You know what's funny about those slow jams? What? Is, you know, you'll hear us reacting in real time as we keep our mics on. But as I hear Rocco say something in real time in this moment, I'll say, no. And then I hear myself in slow motion saying the same thing. Like, the, hearing it again garners the exact same reaction from me in real time. It is, oh, so it is a joy. It is a journey. It is the gift that keeps on giving. We, you know, Rocco, this would be a fun little homework assignment for you. Mm-hmm. If you tried to reach out to Hamish. No, please don't. Oh. I don't Wait, want to talk to why? this Why? Is this because we got stood up by Judge Judy's former bailiff one time and now you don't <laughs> want to do any obscure interviews anymore? Somewhat. What was that guy's name? Petrie Hawkins Bird. Stood us up. We teased that we were going to be talking to Judge <laughs> Judy's morning. bailiff all morning against all strategy. It was just like we are talking to Judge Judy's former bailiff and then we got stood up by him. Big time. And then his oh, oh, handler yeah. said, oh, sorry, do you want to, we can rebook him. And we said, nay. No, you had your chance. <laughs> so you're worried that Hamish would do the same thing? Yeah, what are we going to talk to him about? He's a hoity-toity, you know, designer guy. I don't know. I don't, I don't. About wanna... fashion? And we made a joke about his name yeah. that involved ham. Yeah. Ham bowels. You <laughs> <laughs> probably wouldn't like the Hamish bowel movement no. either. Okay. No, no, he wouldn't. So let's just, you know. So what? We're never going to interview anyone ever again? Correct. Uh, shall we go to the phones? Yeah, always. Oh, always. Right, this could always blow tag. right in our We're face. Tag this. Here we go. <clears throat> Hi, Gutentag. You are on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Who's on the line? This is Renee. How are you? Hey, hey Renee. Girl. What's on your heart? Oh, I just wanted to tell you guys are killing me with that slow jam. My last name is Bowles as well, but it's spelled different. And you wouldn't even believe it. I get bowels, bullies. <laughs> how do you spell bowels. your last name, Renee? Renee, oh how, do you, how do you spell your last name? It's B-O-L-L-E-S. Oh, yeah. I would do um, bolus. Yeah, uh, I get bowels even, though. How do you get bowels? <laughs> well, I probably would. Yeah. Like bowels. Donna always leans bowels. So the uh, the appropriate <laughs> pronunciation of your last name, B-O-L-L-E-S, is what? Bowls. Bowls. Okay. 
Well, it takes some real bulls to call and talk about that. Really so thank you. Listen, at least your first name isn't Hamish. Oh, oh. Geez, did okay. I do that? I did I offend her? You, uh, you might have. You probably. Did. I like Dang. the phrase "leaning bowels," though. It sounds like something you know a, a skateboarder might do. Oh, look at him! He's leaning bowels on that half pipe. Gosh. <laughs> it's just you know one of those epic names oh. in human Can we give that to Renee right now? Since Renee. she hung up, we need to win her back. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. Renee, don't call me Bole Bowls. This has been one of the most epic names in the history. history. I love it. Oof. All right, guys. Good real, times. Real quick. Yeah. I've been trying to talk to you guys about my wet, dry vacuum that I got this week. Okay. Nobody calls it that. <laughs> A shop vac? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I saw on the side of the box it said wet, dry vac. All right. That's fine. And what's your question? Not a question. I just wanted to talk with you guys about it, but no one has asked me anything about it. Hey, Steve, how's that wet dry vacuum? I haven't going? used it yet, but yesterday <laughs> Is I it watched next to the telephone. <laughs> okay, I see, I see what's going on All here. Right. Uh, okay, so do you want me to pour some water in your garage so you can use it? No, I may, I mainly want to use it for dry situations, but. This sucker is six and a half horsepower, 16 gallon. I've never had a good shop vac gallons. ever in my life. Oh, I always just have little ones. And guess, yeah, me too. But guess what this one's going to have? Our, our garage gets dusty and leafy and all that dirty. This one has two extension poles that you can put on it and think like a hammerhead shark head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That kind of attachment that oh, you can neat. put on, which means when I go, you don't have to bend over and use the round circle part of the tube or dragging it, scraping it along the ground. Instead, like a regular vacuum cleaner, except this sucker is six and a half horsepower. You can just stand upright and, 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 and vacuum all of that stuff up. Huh. And... There is a car attachment as well. Everybody always wants to vacuum out their car, but you try using a little handheld thing and it stinks. And we don't have enough car washes, self-serve, in the great state. You can see Steve's QVC appearance later today. I could sell the bejesus out of a shop vac. Yeah. And honest to goodness, there might be a time not too distant in my future where I will be. Yes. Steve shop vac. (gasps) <laughs> That's a good thing. You're such a simpleton. Donna, you keep saying <laughs> Steve, that. Steve, when we were at uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, Steve could do 10 minutes on the Chanhassen plastic cup <laughs> to our listeners. He's just like, oh, you got the cup, huh? Oh, the cup's good. You know what the cup is good for? Smoothies. <laughs> we should just give Steve a topic, anything, dust bunnies, and see how long he can go. I kind of like that challenge. When we return, you don't have to wait in line for things anymore. If you're rich enough, I'll explain a real phenomenon that is actually happening amongst the rich when we come back. It is Donna and Steve right here on My Talk. We're heated battles of opinion. Uh, Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. What's going on, Steve? Oh, just feeling really good. Feeling good. It's a Friday. It's a beautiful day. Uh, we didn't play it. We didn't play it for you on the air. Um, but 
We will have it posted up later today, I think, um, on some social media. I get to go out on the streets in New York City in celebration of Mother's Day with Fun. Live with Kelly and Ryan. Lovely. And so we got to uh, bump into all sorts of folks out there and Wonderful. just some funny interactions with people on the streets of New York. You're so, amazing. Uh, Donna. Stop. No, I agree. <laughs> anyway. Steve and I are realizing that we have similar looking relatives. I mean, that's what happens. See, when you hang around too much, we start to morph into one another. You know, she just pointed out a picture and I was like, we have one of those and one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I can can show you these people. That's so fun. Rocco, you have family, right? Uh, uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Sure. Nice, man. Thanks. None of them are from West Virginia. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> They're out there listening. Do They're not... not eating raccoon for dinner. <laughs> raccoon. Boy, you got one uncle from West Virginia who has a long beard and his full name is Garfunkel. Is it really? That is true. Huh. Uh, Was he named I'm... after? What's the other long version of Gar? Garfield? It's not Garfield. I'd like to make it official, Garf... Rocco, if you could. Uh epic name please go for it here it is one of the most epic names in in history history. garfunkel cummings this has been one of the most epic names in in history history all right so was he no follow-up questions i just you don't hear the name Garfunkel a lot. Was he named after the famed singer? I don't know. Hmm. Is his, do they call him Garf? No. They don't call him Uncle Garf. <laughs> Garf. They call him Uncle Gar. Oh, Gar. Donna. <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, Donna. Garf. You know, he's not Uncle Garf. You know he's probably listening right now. Hey, his aunt, Uncle Or Gar- his wife certainly might be Aunt Mary Sue. <laughs> Sue, call in and defend No, Sue, Uncle don't Gar. call us. No, don't. We can't. 651-641-1071. No. And then Uncle Gar found out one day <laughs> that you guys were talking heat on him and about the beardedness and all of that. And then he sent me a text like, basically, I'll come after you. I'll come get you, man, if I have to. Oh, Lord. Okay. Honestly. We do, I was just going to read you this email that says, um, you two are so into Wordle. Why don't you ever mention my talkie on your own website? Today's answer was, I won't say, oh. but she tells us what it is. It's not my, my talkie. It's my talkle. <laughs> <laughs> that, it is. She said my talkie. Well, then she's wrong. Maybe. Because like, my... Wordle, my talkle. Oh. Okay. Anyway, she's thinking that this will improve somebody's mood on the show, if oh. you know who I'm talking about. I think we've all taken turns of being the crabby one on today's show. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm, I, I'm not crabby at all, but uh, Margaret goes on to say you two, that Rocco is right. You two can be dumb sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. It is true. It is true. We're all dumb at a time or two yeah. on the show. All right. One more email here from Alan. Going back to the grocery store divider debate, who should put the divider down, the person in front of you or you? Uh, he says, um, 
It makes him so mad when a shopper thinks they can start putting their bleeping stuff on the belt when I have to finish putting my stuff on. You can wait until I finish and put up the divider to indicate to you that I'm done. It's the job of the person in front. The person in the back does it. It just feels rude, like they're rushing you and saying, okay, bud, you're done. Wow, he feels strongly about this. Okay, bud. (laughs) You're done. All right. Standing in line for rich people is an actual career now. This could be a nice fallback for when we inevitably get fired. <laughs> there was a guy who realized that there was a big market in New York. You ever heard of it? A walkie here. When Hamilton tickets were huge. I am not giving away my shot. Huge. They were very big. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda said that he was leaving the cast. Tickets for his final shows. We're going for as much as $15,000. But you could still get them at face value the morning of if you waited in line. So he started charging $5,000 to get two tickets. He said it usually required camping out four or five days. So that's around $1,000 a day for his services. But for people with lots of money, it was a bargain compared to the $15,000 tickets that they otherwise would try to get. The theater eventually caught on and changed its policy. So the person who bought the tickets had to go to the show. But... The second ticket could still go to anyone. So Robert and the people he works with could uh, get around it by taking people as their dates. Now his company, called Same Old Line Dudes, offers line sitters for all sorts of things, including concerts, sporting events, or even just waiting in line for the newest iPhone. They also did it to hold spots for COVID vaccinations. A sociology professor at Penn State says it's something that happens more and more as the wealth gap widens. Quote, when we see really extreme income inequality, this ability to outsource personal tasks becomes more possible. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I do. That makes total sense. Thanks, bruh. Yeah. Rocco, you sure. and I can talk about this in private for a moment. Right. All right, I'll well, be I mean, you know, I just went to Disneyland, and you can pay an extra, you know, twenty to forty dollars yeah, to to get ahead of people in line. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I was actually going to talk more just about how uh, absent-minded Donna has been today. She's been easily distracted today, and that's what initially got you all TO'd earlier when you became DJ Grump Lobster. <laughs> When uh, she wasn't listening to one of your stories. Yeah, about Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. because I didn't, my headphones weren't up yet. Sorry. Sorry for being human. Okay. Jeez. What you got going on this weekend, you bone? Oh, hey, thanks for asking. I'm going to squeeze in a little exercise. Are you serious? Because I'll hold you accountable. Yes. Are you going to go to the gymnasium? I don't know if I will go to the gymnasium, but I will definitely <laughs> work work in a workout somehow okay Okay. shoot some hoops i'm gonna go to the park and shoot some hoops yeah nothing weird about that and make sure i didn't block our boss on On my phone phone. yeah she can't get through to me lobby what do you got going on this week it's interesting uh there's uh i'm usually doing five or six kids soccer things a week and there's none on the calendar my wife had to go to uh wisconsin to deal with her uh, mom so it's me and the boy with nothing to do oh yeah you should do that thing where you watch uh dr strange tonight and then the the sequel the the original one is really great it's a great movie dr strange very it's funny it's cool you'll like it yeah i'm also considering uh they're showing the original godzilla 
at one of my favorites, the Trilon Micro Cinema. Oh, no, sorry, we gotta on. go. Sorry about that. We're out of time. DJ, come on, lobby. You guys know <laughs> the real song. This is the real song. It's just someone giving their best effort. Country roads. Where's the kazoo? Kalita Bradley are coming in next. Low J after that. Take me home. <laughs> to the 